What's up, everybody? I'm Garrett the Trash Man, your host, Homegrown Hustlers. You're listening to it. That's what it is. Dallin. What's up? Senior co-host. What's going on, brother? Not much, man. It's a good day. It is a great day. Dude, sun's starting to shine, getting that vitamin D. I'm going to find a reason to be outside today. You can count on that. Absolutely. All right, dude. So let's dive into this right after we say thank you to our sponsor. Yes, thank you, Larson Waste. We appreciate your service. Larson Waste taking care of the hassle. Hit him up, Garrett the Trash Man. One R, two T's under Garrett. It's Garrett Larson to know what's going on with Larson Waste. So hit them up. Um, yeah, let's dive into it, dude. Do you want to rant first or should I rant yeah, first? Go. Okay. Um, Andate. Yeah, dude, I was uh, talking to my wife last night, um, and uh, I've been preaching a lot about, like, make sure you do what you want to do mm-hmm. and, like, make sure you're happy doing it. And uh, my wife came to me. She's like, hey, like, I've been applying for these jobs. I need your help. Yeah, I was like, okay, cool. And then once I actually kind of found out a little bit more information, it wasn't even much. It was just like the fact that it was a part-time job. She works full-time right now at a bank, so she's full-time and she makes decent money. What what type of job does she want to do? Um, that's the thing. I don't even know what it was. Like that's how like irrelevant it occurred to me. Like I just I heard the little information. Not important to me. Yeah, not important <laughs> to me. It was just like she's like I think I'll be happier here. Cool. Oh, um, it was working at a an orthodontist or something like that or a dentist. Nice. I thought it was gonna be like. Working at the gym or something, making I smoothies. I wish. That'd be cool. Yeah. Maybe I get free smoothies. But then in the other one is like uh, she wants to work at a financial firm. So yeah. like wealth management firm, kind of like dealing with stuff that I kind of did when mm-hmm. I went to school for. Anyways, she was like, yeah, I think both of those are something I've enjoyed doing and I want to do. And I was like, okay, cool. But then the moment she was like, yeah, but it's part-time. And then she didn't even say but. Like, I started prying a little more. I was like, oh, so much does it pay? She was like, oh, it pays less than what I make now. I was like, oh, she's like, but it's nice because I only work less too. And I was just like, what? Are you freaking kidding me? And I started going down her throat. Like, You got to make that her. money. Yeah, I was like, what the <laughs> hell is wrong with you? Da, 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 da. And then she kind of looked at me with, like, these puppy dog eyes. And she was like, you always told me to do what makes me happy. And I'm not happy. And I was like, oh. Mental abuse. It, dude. <laughs> it hit me hard. And I was like, dang. And then once I started to think about it, I was like, man, I'm so sorry. And, and it, you know, and I was like, wow. Like, that's, uh, I took a step back. Then I was like, really, like, kind of like impressed and proud of my wife. Like, wow, you're really doing what I've been telling you to do. She's really, like, taking it. Like, she's like, I'm willing to make less to do what I love, even if that means I have to cut my bills. She's like, I figured out what I need to make to be able to cover my bills, and I'm willing to cut out my nails, and I'm willing to cut out my hair. And I'm even though I'm like, no, no, I don't want you to cut that out. Like, mm-hmm. I'll pay for that. But that's cool that you've already, like, pre-planned that and budgeted it. Anyways, the point is, like, guys out there, if you're if, – just do like my wife is being a really great example. Um, but I think one of the cool things is you, you really got to mentally be, be prepared for that actual doing. Mm-hmm. So like once she's actually doing it, then I was like, Oh shit. Like, am I really what? I'm like, well, of course I'm ready for it. My wife doesn't have to work. Like she works cause she wants to work. Yeah. Um, so, and it makes no sense for her to be working if she doesn't enjoy what she does. So yeah, do what, yeah, do what you love, even if it means, um, and I think we've talked about this off the, off the podcast on the site, but I just want to emphasize the crucial point is be willing to make those sacrifices. So if that means you have to give up your car because you have too high of a car payment, but it means doing what you love, do that. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Because in the long term, you'll end up doing what you love. You'll be better at it. You'll end up making more money in the long run because you enjoy what you're doing. You'll work harder at it, and then you can have that car back. But short-term sacrifice for long-term pleasure. That was my rant. Sweet. Great rant, bro. Thanks, man. I appreciate it. Mm-hmm. What's you got? Dude, so lately, 
I've been noticing, um, mostly on Instagram, there's a lot of the, a lot of stuff that populates my feed will be, and I'll be honest, I, I go to do the old Gary V dollar 80 a day, you know? And so I look at all these different, uh, entrepreneur pages on Instagram and I, I was, I was really trying to observe them and like, you know, pay attention to them. I don't know. I was just sitting there one night doing it. And one thing that kept came coming up in a lot of them was like, wake up early. Like, oh, this CEO says he wakes up at this time. This CEO says he wakes up at this time. And I don't know, for me, as I looked at that, I was like, this is retarded. <laughs> this is so freaking dumb. Like, success does not hinge on whether you wake up early or not. Like, that may or may not be a useful tactic for you. There, you're like what job you might have, it might be really advantageous to be up till three in the morning. And so you're not going to wake up because you need your freaking sleep till 930 in the morning. And I don't know, I was just cruising through these and I was like, hey, how about instead of telling people to wake up early, you tell people to be authentic. Like that's something that across the board is like, yeah, that's like a huge factor to success. Not wake up early, not, uh, Write in your journal, like all good things. Like I'm a wake up early guy. Like I, I will recommend that to people if I know the situation. A lot of times if that if that's going to help. I just thought it was interesting how as I was going through these pages, it was all just like these tactical things that are like may or may not apply to you. But what I what I know for sure is a lot bigger difference is like who you show up to be. And so like decide to be authentic, like what, what your wife was like, Hey, this job isn't, isn't working for me. I don't, I don't enjoy it. And so she could have w- woken up earlier. Like she could be like, Oh, I wake up at five thirty now. Like, but if that doesn't change, like her being able to be authentic around not liking her job, that doesn't change anything. It's like, okay, you woke up earlier. That doesn't mean it won't have an impact. But anyway, I don't know if that that's just been on my mind as I've seen because there's so much content out there for entrepreneurs or, or hustlers or whatever it is. And uh, I think a lot of it is just way too tactical and we really need to get to the heart of the problem. That's so, so true, dude. I just, like my wife, for example, because I'm, I'm like you, I'm an early bird. And for me, it's more motivating for me to get up early and get stuff done mm-hmm. um, versus if I sleep in. It's quite the opposite for my wife, though. So if I force her to get up early to get shit done, she's grumpy, she's pissed, she's tired, and she does quite the opposite. She turns mm-hmm. super lazy. But if I let her sleep in to the point she wants, it's amazing how much faster she gets up, she eats, and she gets her stuff done. And it's on a totally different time schedule for her. But like you said, it doesn't matter the time. It's the fact that by the end of the day when we go to bed, the job's done. Yeah. Yeah. So well, and who you were being in that, yeah, like, yeah. is the biggest thing for me. Yeah. Like, yeah, there's jobs to get done, but you can, you can do whatever job needs to be done. She can go be at the bank and like how she is there is what makes a difference. And if it's like authentically, like, I don't feel like I can be there. It doesn't work for me for whatever reason. Going to a new job where it really works for is what's going to have the impact in her life. Yeah. Like, so. Cool. Anyway, I. Yeah, just one more thing on that. Like, like we've talked about working out and the importance of that. Uh-huh. I think a lot of people, like, tying our rants together, like, oh, like, I've just got to force myself to wake up and um, work out every day and then go to this job that I hate for most of my day. Like, yes, sometimes there's, like, appropriate, like, you've just got to be like, hey, hold yourself accountable. But that's not, that is not going to, like, work long term. 
Like if it's if every day is hard for you to wake up, you really need to look at like what in your life isn't aligning and be authentic around that and make the changes. So agreed. Anyway, let's awesome. let's freaking dive into the topic of this podcast, which is somewhat of an update. Yeah. Um, to what we've been up to in Payson. Uh, as most of our listeners know, maybe this is the first podcast you're ever hopping on. Um, I am the CEO of Larson Waste. And, Dallin, what are you of Larson Waste? I'm the VP of getting shit done. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. So we're, we're up freaking just, uh, you know, we're, we're running this trash company. And we've got big plans for it, big intentions. And something that we did the first year is we opened up a new area. Yeah. Um, this town was called Payson. It's our first satellite location that, you know, home base isn't here in Snowflake. And we thought, hey, it'd be good to give a little update. Some things have gone better than planned. Um, some things, you know, we kinda wish went we would have had. Planned as and some kind of went a little bit under, not like under, like bad. They just went differently than what we anticipated. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, like, A number one about it, we had talked about, like, pacing. Like, it had been out there. Honestly, like before Talon was even here. It had been there for years. And then even with Talon here, like once he was settled, like it was it was a discussion out there. And finally one week, I think I remember we were discussing something we were like, what if we would have started that a year ago? Oh, you know what it was? Is we've kicked around like I don't know yeah, we've kind of kicked around the idea of like a restoration company. Oh yeah. Because it's just booming in Arizona right now. And it's really similar to what we already do. Yeah. And we're like we've kicked around and um, one of us, I don't even remember, was like, what if we started that? What if we would have started that a year ago, mm-hmm. knowing how the markets behaved in this year? And we're like, man, we would have, like, a really good company. And then it dawned on us, and we're like, what if we would have started pacing a year ago? And, like, two months later, we're like, all right, let's do it. Like, we drove down to pacing that week and started the ball rolling. And, like, two months later, we opened up shop. Yeah. And so... That's how it got going, and yeah, let's share a few things that we thought went as planned and uh, things that uh, didn't. So, like, for you, what's what's present with that? Um, okay, so I'm going to get try and get specific. So, uh, Larson Waste, we offer a, ver- a variety of uh, different services here in, like, our home base areas. Um, you know, roll-offs, dumpsters, um, construction temps, uh, medical waste, residential Basically, any sort of trash we offer, we do it. Now, with Payson... Yeah, um, let, let, me, let me just give some quick sp- yes. specificity. So, uh, <laughs> what the hell is it? Spe- specificity? Spagagaga. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, you guys know what I'm freaking saying. Um, <laughs> so, you've got residential. That's like the plastic cans that people have at their house generally. Yes. And you've got commercial. It's generally how... Those are like the two main parts that are broken down. Those are the big metal dumpsters you'll see at like restaurants... Gas stations, that type of thing. Yes. Just to give you guys that context yes. if you don't have it. Yes, and then roll-offs are those big things that they put on the back that of construction trucks. construction sites. Yeah, that, mm-hmm. really that, tall. that like, looks like a dump truck but it detaches. Yes, exactly. Um, and those are kind of basically the main heart and soul of garbage. That's mostly what we do. Um, and so when we went to Payson, we kind of made the decision, you know, let's just roll out. And to give a more even clear context, Payson is about an hour and a half away from where we're at, which mm-hmm. is the farthest, like Gary said, the satellite location that we've serviced. Well, and it's actually, it's yeah. actually it's I don't the, know if this is matters, but yeah, yeah it's, it's not, not the farthest, not the but farthest. there's a huge canyon in yes, between There's us a huge gap. So like, there's no, there's not really any towns in between it. 
I yeah. mean, there's a few little, like... Well, and we go to the... So, this canyon, we go to the very edge of this canyon, but this canyon's, like, like it's no joke. Like, you it's, do not want to be driving like 4, a garbage... 4,000 feet of yeah, a drop. Yeah, you're dropping, like, yeah. big time. You do not want to be doing a garbage truck up and down it regularly. Yeah, so it's, it's just... It's... It's far enough where it creates a problem. Mm-hmm. And um, so we decided, you know, let's just start with one simple service, residential. The 95-gallon, the green carts that everyone has at their house that you roll out to the street. And so we started off with that. And uh, I think we both kind of had um, anticipated that that would have, like, boomed. Just mm-hmm. because that's what we see a lot in our current areas is, like, that's the big heart. Like, everyone has that. And, and, and also speaking with people, like, people were unhappy with the service in the residential that they've been getting. That was kind of like the biggest complaint we got was like, yes, we don't like our residential guys. We want you. We want you. Cans are always broken. Can't count on them being here. They're never, like, if if I've got extra trash, they won't pick it up. Like, and we're like, sweet, that's something we do super well, and we're on the ball. We have the best cart cleaning service. We have the best repair service. We next day service next day on service. everything we do. Everything. We start, Three you sign up with us. Yeah, like we were just, we're on, like, hell yeah, we can dominate this. It'll be easy. We can do it with the manpower. So we started it, and we did really well. Um, but at the same time, it was actually a lot less than what we thought. We Like, we're doing well. Like, it's definitely not like we're yeah, doing. Yeah, it's not a flop. It's that's not a for flop. Sure. Yeah, we're definitely making money. It's moving forward at a steady fast pace that we want but it's not quite as fast as we thought we're like oh that's weird and that was because of a couple things that um you mentioned that you wish you would have kind of known and and like planned better which Mm -hmm. was what yeah so like to that point real quick that i'd just like to add to that we i would say it's gone as fast as we honestly could truly handle yeah exactly however i think if we had four times we'd four times what we've had we'd be sitting here going oh it was just a little bit more. Exactly. So that's just a little side that's true, note. true, because if it like, was any faster, we, we could hire twice yeah, the manpower. Yeah, we're, we're just hungry. Body. We're hungry. So, yeah. like, by any measure, it's, it's been pretty successful. And that's not to toot our own horn, but just to give you guys context. But what I did find is a few things where, where we just knew it was right in our gut, time to move, like we've preached. Like, when your gut tells you, go. So I'm so thankful we did. Now, some information that I wish we would have gathered is one thing I overlooked was the billing cycle of our biggest competitor down there, which is waste management. Yes. So they bill every three months. That had never even crossed my mind, surprisingly, as we talked circles, you know, got with management team, poked holes in our plans, everything that we did. Like, that never crossed any of our minds. Like, what is their billing cycle? And so we began to offer service right after their bills have been paid for three months because they you would pay with waste management you pay three months up front Mm -hmm. and so these people were like hey we you know just paid for this so we'll get with you after this prepaid stuff is done yes and i believe that's probably we would have done about double what we've got so far at least yes if uh that would have been anticipated and what it would have taken is just starting about three weeks earlier yep that's sure. really all it was. And that, and that was pretty big. Um, and then the next one that you mentioned that we wish we would have done is Payson um, demographically is a little bit different than a lot of the areas. There's an area similar to Payson. Uh, it's called Pine Top. Um, but what it is is Payson has a lot of HOA communities, a lot of private-gated mm-hmm. HOA communities, which are good. There's nothing wrong with it. But 
to get into those, there's a lot of kind of like hoops you got to jump through. And for a lot of these ones in paces, Payson, they, you have to be a preferred. You have to go meet with them. You have to do a sales pitch to mm-hmm. this garbage committee and to the board. And then they have to approve you. And then they have to send out letters to it's all their... It's communist bullshit. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> then they have to send letters out to all no, the houses and residents. And then from there, they're like, okay, yes, we want you. And this is the price. And everyone... It's a, it's a long, drawn-out bullshit agreement that Gary has yeah. mentioned. Well, and but I guess I guess we did know about it because we talked. That's true. We didn't know how extensive, I yeah, guess it was. I'm, I'm trying to use strict. words today that I don't know how to say, like, bureaucratic. Wow. Is that a word? I like, don't. There's a lot of bureaucracy, wow. and we didn't realize wow. how long it was going to take yes. for that because we did, like, now that you said all that, we did the legwork. We went and talked to these people, and they're like, you guys are going to blow it up in here. Oh, We're going to get you guys as our preferred vendors. Like, that's true. We absolutely. met them the first week. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was one of the first things we did. And they were like totally on board. And it's all gone that way. It's just like so much longer of a process than we anticipated. Yes, yes. And, and it just kind of took a lot longer. So maybe I guess what we could have done better there is maybe dug a little bit more and found out more specifics on the process so we could have got the ball going a little bit faster but even then well to be honest i don't think we'll have changed what we would have done it just would have been like okay like so we've got a specific community that i was like man that's gonna be like 200 customers like instantly yeah yeah and so and it's not that that's hurt us well like i mean it obviously hurt like if you don't have it you don't have it but it's not like it's made it unsuccessful but when you thought that that was going to be popping right away and yeah. it's taking or we, three, four months we to We know start. we're going to get it, but we're only told that we can get like three a week. It's kind of just like, come on, come on. The hunger is real. Like we're really hungry. Yeah. We want to give you all of it. But instead we're just like, okay, three a week. Like, yeah. That's kind of sad. Yeah. Like I said, for how we're set up, like it's been good because it hasn't crushed us. And there's been a lot going here at home base that we're still like ironing things out. So, uh it hasn't been bad by any means, but yes, I wish we would have known how long that process was going to take. Yeah. And then uh, I guess the, to some, there was like three main things that I noticed. And to go to the third one, so first we had the uh, the residential, the billing cycle, mm-hmm. and then we had the HOA communities and just kind of like their process and ways of going about it. And then the third one would have been dumpsters. Mm-hmm. Um, this is something that I honestly I think was the most blown away about is I've never. Um, like I said at the beginning, we just kind of planned in going, throwing out, let's just do residential because that seemed to be the big need. Mm-hmm. Holy cow, did people not speak up or we just, I didn't realize the need for it. But dumpsters and Payson were like cocaine. Mm-hmm. I didn't realize how like every other person had it. Every other person wanted it slash needs it and is willing to do whatever it takes to have it. Yeah. Which is crazy, crazy, crazy to me just because of like, I don't know personally in my life i don't ever see myself needing a dumpster because that's just a lot of trash yeah but these people genuinely want it and need it and yeah they don't like their service mm-hmm. and and i think some to speak to that that like hindsight being 2020 like it's like well obviously if these people can't perform for the residents um at the service level that they need it's much more important for a business it's one thing to have a little bit of trash piling up in your garage it's another thing for a business that gets dumped three times a week to not have the service they need. Yeah. That really can throw a kink in a thing if you're running a gas station, a hotel, a freaking any type of business. Really, you could have a restoration company and you're pulling all this trash and you've got a dumpster and people aren't, it's not getting dumped like it needs to. It really creates a hassle. Yeah. And uh, 
there was a, like, we were thoughtful about doing residential, um, and it had a lot to do with what we've got going on here in Snowflake, yes. where we've got uh, our residential fleet is a lot stronger. Our commercial fleet, the front loaders, we're having to do a lot of work to get that up to par. And it's just, you know. Well, and residential just is a lot easier. Like, if you think about it to be, like, very visual with our, our viewers and listeners right now is, if you think about it, a 95-gallon can, I can pick that up with my hand. I can mm-hmm. roll two with my hand. I can throw all that in the back of a pickup. You can't haul a dumpster in the back of your pickup. And... To be yeah. more clear, when you do deliver dumpster, usually you can only deliver like max two or three at a time. Yeah, so you've got to have a specialty delivery truck, then the truck to dump it, and then the backups for that. And then outside of that as well is like the container. Give you guys like a little bit of, of a reference like this, the house container, the plastic one, the residential, that's like 60 bucks. Mm-hmm. The commercial, that's like 800 bucks. Yeah. So there's a huge, a lot more capital outlay, which it's like, okay, there's that. And it's like, oh, but you get this much a month. Like, but the deal is, is once you do it, it's not like you're buying one. You're buying tens of thousands, sometimes even, well, lots of times, even hundreds of thousands of dollars worth of these dumpsters. Yes. And what we've got going on is we're growing huge here at home base where we're spending hundreds of thousands of dollars a year to keep the demand of new customers here in the area that we're already servicing as well as going to this new area where there's a huge demand for it, where it gets to a point where it's like, man, we invest in the company, but there has to be a certain speed of it where yeah. it's like, man, we're there's only, like, money has to come in. Like, it takes time for the investment to pay off of what we outlay for these dumpsters. It's like a it's like an eight-month period for those dumpsters to be paid off in general. Yeah. And so it's like... Man, the more you do is great because it's some more revenue, but you've got this gap that's got to be filled that can can get really difficult. And so, like, we were thoughtful about it, I guess, is what I'm trying to say about it. And one thing I would say to, like, wrap this all up, I'm super thankful that we followed our gut and have gone with it, but we thought it would be helpful to everyone. Give you a little update and just share the things that we've seen with it. Yeah, just kind of letting you know, like, it, it's gone, like Gary said, it's gone really well. There's things we can do better, we're going to do better, but it's just been cool to see that we just did something that we've wanted to do, we just said, no, we're doing it, mm-hmm. and we'll figure it out along the way, and this is our update saying, hey, this is what's gone well, this is what we're figuring out, on, out along the way, like the dumpsters, but the moral of it, the whole top line is we're making it work, we're mm-hmm. being it's very successful, and we're doing the best that we can, and it's only getting better. And what I'd say to that, too is we're keeping our commitment along the way. So there's demands for it in, like, these other areas that are nearby. There's demands for these dumpsters, and we're like, yes, we hear you, and we're not going to compromise our commitment to having the freaking world's best service Mm -hmm. as a trash company. And so love it, and if you're in the pacing area, hit us up. Know that dumpsters are coming soon. Um, In this area in particular, if, if I'm talking to you directly, you know this storm that actually you know, had us pull back a little bit and say, hey, let's make sure everything's handled in this storm before we uh, go there. Because like I said, A number one is making sure we're taking care of the hassle for you. We never want to create more hassle. So That's right. You could have said it any better. Perfect. All right. Well, freaking love you guys. Appreciate you. Um, there's 500 to 1,000 of you that are listening to, each, to us each week. Please share the podcast with your friends. Tell them, hey, these trash guys are gangster. Peace.